Good morning. Today is Wednesday, September the 6th, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the third quarter of 2023. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called Ephesians, and today we're studying lesson number 11. The reading for today is called Slaves of Christ. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for the blessings that you give us every day. And we thank you for your care and your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you how, uh, how you, you forgive us whenever we fail you. And yet, you help pick us up again. We ask you to please be with us this morning as we study this Bible study guide. We ask you also to bring, a, bring your Holy Spirit to us. Fill us with your Holy Spirit so that we can understand what we're studying this morning. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's reading begins with a question. What does Paul require of Christian slaves in his detailed instructions to them? Ephesians 6, 5 through 8. Ephesians 6, 5 through 8. Bond servants, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart as you would Christ, not by the way of eye service as people pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, rendering service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether he is a bond servant or is free. So what does Paul require from Christian slaves? He gives several things. They're supposed to obey their earthly masters uh, with a sincere heart in the same way that they would obey Christ. Uh, not with eye service or as people pleasers, uh, but as servants of Christ. Doing the will of God from the heart. Rendering that service as to the Lord and not to man. Knowing that whatever anyone does, he will receive back from the Lord. So Paul asked Christian slaves to obey their masters, offering heartfelt, excellent service. What is noble is his repeated reference to a grand substitution that he asked them to make. They are not to place their slave master in the place of Christ, offering to him the allegiance that belongs only to Christ. Rather, in the commitments and allegiance that motivate their heartfelt, excellent service, they are to substitute Christ, the Lord, for the slave master. In encouraging this essential substitution, Paul is offering a transformed Christian understanding of, this ma of the master-slave relation. Notice the several ways Paul presses this submission upon them. He says, their slave masters are diminished by Paul as their earthly masters, pointing toward the real heavenly master. They are to serve with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart as you would Christ. Third, Paul notes this substitution most clearly in arguing that Christian slaves are to offer genuine service as slaves, not of their masters, but as slaves of Christ. Fourth, in performing their service, they are to do the will of God from the heart, offering heartfelt service directed to God. And finally, Paul invites positively motivated service offered as to the Lord and not to man. For their heartfelt service, Christian slaves may expect full reward from Christ when he returns. They have done their work for him and may expect reward from him. An especially attractive idea for those trapped in this horrific institution. 
a slave might feel unappreciated or worse by an earthly master. The believing slave, though, has a master who is attentive, noticing whatever good things each one does and offering a sure reward. Now we're done with the reading for today and we have a question. However we might wish that Scripture had openly condemned this horrible practice, it doesn't. Nevertheless, what principles can we draw from Paul's words in this context about how we relate to people when we work in our own context? So what words or what principles can we draw from Paul's words in this context about how we relate to people when we work in our own context? And I guess the, the, the note, the, what we should notice is that the commands are given to each of us for me to do what I need to do. I need to do what I need to do. I am not told to do what you need to do. I'm not told to make you do your part. I'm not told to, to harass you about doing your part. I'm told to do my part. My part is my part. It's not your part. And your part is your part. It's not my part. And so I need to do my part. And my part is to be loving towards others, is to treat others well, is to treat others with respect. That is the uh, one, one thing that, that's important. A, a good principle that Paul is using here is that we need to be careful of treating everyone with respect and dignity, no matter who it is. If it's our slave or if it's our master, we need to be doing that. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we ask you to please be with us the rest of this day. Take care of us. Um, help us to stay close to you. Uh, protect us from any harm. And, and, and Lord, help us to remember that we are your servants and to always serve you the way you want us to serve you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning as we continue to study this Bible study guide on the book of Ephesians. Thank you and God bless you.